Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, it's Naz Perez, and before we get started, on a serious note, we feel it's appropriate to state that listener discretion is advised as the adult topics and language used in this particular podcast are of a sexual nature and some people may find some things offensive. If you're still with us and you're still listening, here is this week's bonus podcast. Enjoy. I don't podcast. Hello, everyone. We have a special week of podcasts because we get two yeah Yeah. you guys get two podcasts this week um we're thinking about starting a series called i don't get what you do as an occupation um today we're going to be speaking to a porn star about why she chose an adult film actress her industry and all those other burning questions that i'm sure just ran through your head right now if you have any other ideas as to who whose job in this world you don't get or why they would decide to do that with their lives, let us know. Tweet us. Email us at info at heartbrokenanonymous.com. And uh, what are you guys most excited to find out today? Um, I want to lo- know how she learned how to deep throw because she has a video on her Instagram. Her Instagram. So her name's Blair. Her Instagram is God Bless Blair, B-L-A-I-R. And there's a video of her deep throating an eggplant, which is insane. It's insane. How she fits the whole thing in her mouth. I want to know if she ever actually enjoys sex after having sex for a living. Right. Oh, that's a great question. And what her boyfriend or guys in her life think. And honestly, I just want to know if she ever walks onto a set and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm going to have sex with this guy. Uh, let's, okay, let's All find right. out. All right, let's call up Blair. Hello? Hi. Hi, Blair. Hi. We're, all, we're all good to go. Are you ready? Good. Yes, I'm ready for you guys. Okay, yay. Well, Blair's on the line, guys. Blair, thank you so much for joining us on the I Don't Get It podcast. And I guess we'll just throw it over to you. Can you just start and kind of tell us who you are and what you do? My name is Blair Williams. I first got in the industry at the Avian Awards in 2015 when I was just a college student that actually worked at a church in San Diego on the side. And it was this sex competition for people who had never been in the industry before and it was kind of posed like America's Next Top Model. Oh, and it my was this, favorite show. It, yes. <laughs> and it was this search for um, America's Next Great Porn Star. So that was in 2015. And I ended up winning the competition and going into just um, more, I guess, typical hardcore porn scenes after that. Um, and since then, I this year, I'm nominated for four avian awards so congratulations what did how old are you blair i am 23 years old 
what what did the church think about this that you're working at? Um, I'm guessing they don't like it too much. I honestly, once I got into the industry, when I had first auditioned in January of 2015, I was still working in the church. And even after I had technically entered the industry and, and shot porn, because it wasn't immediately released because of the nature of this competitive show that I was on, I was I was still working at the the church. I went back to working at the church. Wow. So okay. Um, so I was kind of living this secret double life. And um, when I ended up winning the competition and knowing that this was the route I was going to go and the direction I was going to go in my life, then I uh, I'd already given them the, the church my two weeks notice. But I was such a hard worker and a good worker that they didn't really necessarily want to replace me because they didn't feel like they had an immediate need. They didn't know I was a porn star. So um, I continued to work at the church until April, which is when we shot film and I won the show. So that's when I I really left the church. What did you have to do? Like, what did you do to win this competition? Uh, Well, one of the earliest parts of the competition was a, like a blow off in which, um, (laughs) I was able to make a, a gentleman come. It was it was a couple years ago, so I'm not sure if I made him come in under two minutes or five. But either way, it was a very quick, quick uh, wow. event, and so that's <laughs> one of the things that set me apart. One, that's one of the things I'm actually nominated for. I'm I'm nominated for best oral sex. Um, well, more so scene, but um, that's one of my specialties. If you've seen my social media, I had um a video of me deep throating a banana where it disappears just because of my oral talent. I think we saw an we eggplant. We saw the eggplant, which I was actually really or, interested in asking you about. Yes, both both are not Photoshop. Both are real videos, and that's what my throat can do. And those videos, because of the fact that they're Instagram safe, have been able to go somewhat viral. Like most of those videos, in all the times they've been reposted, have been viewed millions and millions and millions and millions wow. of times. So... um I don't know. I've, I've tried to brand myself with bananas and and I guess blowjobs because it's my specialty. And that's a lot of things in the business. In our industry, if you're going to be successful, you really have to set yourself apart and um, have your unique brand. Right. Blair, this is it, fascinating. Can I just ask like how you found out about the competition or like what made you want to go into this industry or did you even want to? Was this like you, you just I, did I, it one well, day? Um. Well, the competition kind of fell into my lap. I literally was, uh, I, well, I was a, a porn fan as an adult and uh, I liked Asa Kira. I wasn't like, you know, overly crazed, but I had followed her social media presence and uh, saw an Instagram post about this competition. But when I originally was looking at it, it looked more as like um, an opportunity to get her to sign a book because she had written this really sex positive book. And I feel like from coming from a Christian background and really being so sheltered and kind of told that sex was wrong, when I read her book, um, I believe it's called Insatiable. It is Insatiable. When I read it and it was so, it, it put such a different spin on sex and it made me feel like it's okay that I like sex. It's okay that I I am really great ahead. It's okay. I can share that with the world. All right, guys, so sorry. I need to take a break to talk about one of our favorite sponsors, BioClarity. You guys know BioClarity. Help me with my skin. Help get rid of that redness and the flakiness and the irritation that benzoyl peroxide has given me for the past couple of years while trying to treat my acne, but... 
BioClarity, it's unlike those other traditional acne treatments. It doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which causes all that irritation. It actually combines the power of prescription-grade sicilic acid and restorative Floralux, an ingredient derived from chlorophyll, that green stuff in plants. So it's green, and it's clean, and it's never mean to your skin. It stops acne before it starts by attacking that acne-causing bacteria. It also soothes and calms. Reduces redness and pore size so your makeup looks freaking good and doesn't get sunk into those little holes. So it's bioclarity.com. Plug in our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, and our listeners are going to get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. So if your skin doesn't clear after a few weeks, just return it. Bioclarity.com. Get it. And let us know how you like it. So I want to know about, like, your religious background and how I believe that – are you still religious? I I feel like I've lost uh, a closeness with religion, and instead I try to have a closer relationship with God. I still feel like I believe in the same God I always did. I just feel like I've let go of a lot of the shame that religion puts on sex because – Again, I've been around a lot of religious people. I know they're all doing the same thing. When I was, I went to Point Loma Nazarene University. It's one of the most strict, small colleges in California. You could look it up. You have to sign a waiver when you apply saying you're not going to have premarital sex. Oh, and when wow. I did apply, Yes. And when I did apply to this school when I was 17, I was a virgin. So it, it made sense. I went to this college because I had an academic scholarship. It all just, it seemed to fit. But when I went there, I found myself skipping classes because I'd rather go suck dick, <laughs> honestly. So, <laughs> so I really so did I. My it. first year. <laughs> Lauren said so did she. Um, that's very interesting. I need to know. So what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Um, Sorry, what, I have you ever had like a serious boyfriend while you are doing this job? Like since you were I, 17? I actually have, I have um, a boyfriend currently. Okay, so does and, he mind? What yeah, you like, do? what are his thoughts on like what he, you do? For well, does he well, care? it depends on what it depends on what kind of scene I'm doing. Um, earlier this week, he came to the set. Like, I brought him to the set, and he got to watch me have sex with two other women, and he loved that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, um, in the same week, he had to drop me off at a boy girl scene, which, of course, as a gentleman, especially because, I mean, it's just the ego of a man to have. He's not the most excited to let me go sleep with someone else, but my boyfriend's a pre-med student. He He's like a struggling student, not necessarily, but he knows that I'm putting money away for our future. He sees that I'm not doing this to support a drug habit or some sort of like shoe <laughs> fetish. I'm doing it to set myself up for a better future. I'm doing right. it with purpose. How much I'm money do you make? With purpose. <laughs> How much money do you make or how, you know, can you tell us like what you make and you're starting out and like what the biggest porn stars make? It, it really all depends. Um, I, I know that Asakira, again, I'm a great fan of her. I follow her career a lot and, and can compare it to my own. She's been in the industry, I believe, upwards of eight years. So she's been a lot, put a lot of work in. I know that from um, her OnlyFans account, which is a, uh, a new application that some porn stars are using um as another way of marketing and getting revenue especially with all the piracy she was making thirty thousand dollars a month just from this app where fans are paying to see her exclusive content that she creates wow it's like a snapchat. Okay. yes and and that's just her fucking herself it's like a snapchat feed she could be doing jerk off instructions or she it, it could be just anything 
with herself naked. It doesn't necessarily have to be her having sex with someone else and she's making 30000 without leaving her house. Yeah, it wow, must be hard to make so money because there's so many people doing it, just throwing up amateur videos, you know? Yes. The, with the amateur videos, it's really kind of um, diluted our market and kind of oversaturated it because there's um, – there's a lot of amateurs wanting to claim the professional. Even myself, I haven't, I haven't uh, been able to take home an AVN award, and um, those are one of the kind of goals and achievements that kind of really make you a porn star. Like I'm still almost, I would almost say I'm an aspiring porn star. I'm still at the earlier ends of my career, but there's a lot of girls that they feel like, you know, they're if they're a webcam girl now, all of a sudden they're a porn star. Which there's so much more work behind that to become a porn star. What's the work include? It goes back to the branding. Like, uh, for instance, I just had my toy mold, mold come out. I'm selling, um, or I will be selling with the, my, the partnership with Doc Johnson that I have. Um, I'm selling replicas of my vagina that have already come out. And oh, wow. My, my mouth will be the next replica. And with my deep-throating um, talents, I want to try to potentially make a deep-throat kit because a lot of my fans ask me how do you do that like how do you give the best blowjob so, i want to buy we, this we, we do want to know what your best tip is for not um gagging well ashley okay, wants to know whatever, I'm, just curious. Whatever, I'm people always ask me that and i feel like it's really in your head because i think girls psych themselves out mm-hmm. i do a lot of yoga and I, I have been practicing yoga since 2007 so i feel like I just don't fear the dick. <laughs> that makes sense I, I know, that it's mental because I, I freak out. I'm like, oh, no, yes, I'm going to choke. Just can't, you just can't worry. and Because even myself, I mean, I could take almost anything down there. But if I don't have control of um, the guy's dick, like if he's just fucking my throat mercilessly, uh, I might choke because you just – it's it, I even get a little fear, but then I have to remind myself, you're okay. You do this all the time. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I think it's just – it's about faith in yourself and confidence. I have to say that I as I think well as I, a lot of saliva. You oh. need saliva so it can just slide down. That's what right. I, I feel like that's I learned that from Auntie Angel, but I don't know if she's not a porn star. Auntie Angel, I don't think she is. Well, um, I get a little gaggy just at the dentist, so I'm not sure if it's just mental. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I have got to ask you about your boyfriend again. Now, is sex different on camera as a job than it is at home with your boyfriend? Is there like an emotional like switch in your head that you try to turn off? Sex is completely different. I feel like when I'm performing and I'm Blair, I'm I'm showing the camera. Because honestly, when you're filming porn, it doesn't necessarily always feel good for us. It's all about opening up for camera and looking good for the camera. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times the way that men have to open up their pelvises so that you guys can see the penetration, it's a very like strenuous movement. And I don't know. It, it can, it's not like necessarily the just most enjoyable sex. A lot of the porn isn't sex to... For the performers to enjoy it's sex for the audience for the camera so yes. interesting have you ever so, showed up to set and kind of been like grossed out with the people you've had to work with or not wanted to do something the only one time that has happened to me was um because before we we engage in sex we look at each other's std tests of course right yeah just for safety and in this medical record it says the age and the gentleman who i was working with was older than my father and <gasps> I just felt like, oh, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> like, right. I didn't need to know that. And I, I, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't the most excited to then have to work with this person. But I kept coaching myself. Because in times when I first got in the industry, I wanted to Google and look at the work of and kind of imagine if I could really fuck any person that was thrown at me, basically. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, at the time I was being mentored by Alexis Texas and she told me porn isn't a dating service. You're not, that's not what we're here for. So she just told me if you're going to be a good porn star and if you want to be a great porn star, you have to be able to fuck anyone basically the same. And, and I can't do that. I can give anyone the same Blair experience, but when it comes to fucking the real me, I definitely feel like, because there's just that emotional connection and just knowing and there's, there's something you can't replicate. So of course, sex is different with us. So you brought up the STD check. How often do you get tested? And can you, do, can you opt to like use a condom or what? You can opt to use a condom. Some condom or some companies uh, require you to use a condom just because they are trying to follow the law as strictly as possible so that they don't have any issues in the future. Uh, anyways, the only problem with that is we have sex so frequently and so aggressively. If you really use condoms with the type of aggressive sex we have, it's really kind of too taxing on the body. Like your your Ooh. pussy would go, you know what I mean? Because honestly, raw sex, when, when you're tested and know that it's safe sex, it's a lot better for the vagina. Because just think about the latex rubbing. If you're shooting hardcore sex, like I shoot probably four to six times a week. If you're having wow. that much sex with condoms, it's too abrasive. So how many right. videos do you shoot a week? Um, does it take multiple cuts to do one uh, pornography it really, video? It really, it's, it, it varies company to company. Some, they just let you go and it's more of a gonzo experience, which is they just put the cameras, they follow you the cameras. You're supposed to have sex and you're, it's supposed to be more just, uh, just great sex. Of course, you have to open for camera and that's right. the only part where it's not necessarily fully natural, but they just want to see you do that. Other companies, uh, like, for instance, Greg Lansky is the top director currently. He has won uh, Adrian's Best Director of the Year for the last two years going. He, the way that they direct it, it's very choreographed. It's two to three minutes, maybe two to four minutes in this position. Then they switch. It's it's like you're doing this dance. So that's where it's kind of different. And that kind of where it could be a little bit harder on your body because when you stop and kind of close up, it just it's just not the same flowing, but you can make a beautiful art piece. And that's why I feel like Greg Lansky's stuff is more like sexual art. All right, guys, I want to interrupt for a second to tell everyone about something else that can maybe make your holiday shopping a little bit easier because I think it's extremely hard to shop for guys. Like whenever it comes to buying gifts for my dad for Christmas, I'm always like, Dad, what do you want? And he never like wants anything. I don't know why guys are so hard to shop for. I guess it's because us girls, we just like love everything. But I digress. Um, I have to tell you guys about Harry's. And if you don't know what Harry's is, it's a new like brand of razors and a bunch of different other grooming products and tools for men. I want to tell you guys what's really cool about Harry's is that there's a personal engraving option. So I put my dad's name on the razor, which I think is really cool. It's like such a thoughtful gift. They have special limited edition holiday colors available now. And they have custom gift sets. Um, So you can make a box and like tailor it to the guy that you're buying this for. And the gift sets are built with your guy in mind. So you know he's going to love them. And they come in these really beautiful design gift boxes. And get this, guys. The gift sets start at just $10. So I'm telling you, this is a perfect stocking stuffer. So we are offering a special offer for our fans. And we're giving you guys $5 off your order when you go to harrys.com slash get it. So this holiday, give Harry's and give handsome. Get your holiday shopping done early and take advantage of free shipping. To get a limited edition 
holiday shave set while supplies last. Go to harrys.com slash get it right now. Again, that's harrys.com slash get it. Blair, I have a question. One of my um, favorite porns I've ever seen were this guy and this um, girl, and they were rock climbing. And the acting was, like, so good, actually. Like, how much does acting play a role? And, like, what was maybe one of your favorite roles that you've played? Well, my favorite role I've ever played was in Wicked Pictures, The Preacher's Daughter. I feel like I liked it a lot because I kind of, I don't know, related to the role with coming from a religious background. Uh, and I really liked it because I practiced a Texas, Texan accent because it, it was set in Texas. I'm from California, but I, I practiced this accent really hard and I think I, I pulled it off. So I was really proud of that work. And that film ended up winning Best Drama by AVN last year. So wow. it was really well received. Um, but as for how important acting is, it is, it really depends on the performer. Some performers are stronger in sexual performance. Some are stronger in the acting, but generally acting is more on the back burner. They care more about, you know, you being able to fuck. So that's why I feel like acting is not the best in porn just because no one, everyone talks about how they fast forward through the acting. So why would most people, I mean, I still care about my, my scenes and my work. I really, I try to do the best that I can, but most girls, especially, especially if the girls are hooking or doing things outside of the industry, why spend so much time memorizing your lines when you can make $1,500 in an hour? Like, I feel like that's why a lot of the girls that don't take it seriously do because their priorities are just different. Speaking of acting, how often are you faking it? Like how often are you really coming? Uh, again, it's hard to say it's person to person. If I have the right guy, like uh, Manuel Ferreira, I've never faked it with Manuel Ferreira because he just like... I will look that up. Bomb. Currently Googling <laughs> yeah. Manuel Ferreira. Yes. He's this French man with a huge uncircumcised dick and he just says really dirty things to you and you can't understand what he's saying and I think that makes it even better. <laughs> I love that. So, now, does so, that annoy your boyfriend? Uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily, he doesn't want to know details when I do boy girl scenes, other than the stuff that I like feel the need that I can't, he's like my best friend. I have to tell him certain things. Like if he's really a partner, you can't hide everything. But if it comes to telling him, oh my gosh, I just loved drinking every drop of Manuel's cum or something like that. He just doesn't want to know that. Yeah. So you said the circ- uncircumcised, Do you, is that just a better all over penis, you think? Well, my boyfriend isn't, some, isn't circumcised. I kind of wish, he, or he is, he is, he is circumcised, he is cut. I kind of wish he wasn't because I feel like it's just a little extra to work with. I, I think that, especially with getting in the industry and being able to fuck so many Europeans that aren't really uncircumcised or that are uncircumcised, I've just come to like like the little extra skin. There's more you can do with it when you're blowing and honestly for anal it kind of uh cushions it so that it doesn't hurt as much when the head pops in oh so, that's interesting yes it's it's better for anal this um, may be a per- too personal question but do you think that your vagina gets stretched out after having so much sex oh i totally would love to answer this question um <laughs> i honestly i've been really self-conscious i feel like uh I don't, I think it's, it's, it's a mental thing back to like how the blowjobs, it's a mental thing because my boyfriend, if, if I do a boy girl scene, I really am not likely to fuck him that night because not that my pussy's any different and not that he doesn't want my pussy. He, he, he begs for it when I get off of work from a boy girl scene, but me, I'm just like, I, I just don't want to, cause I want to, I want him to remember me for this 
great tight pussy. I don't want to give him like a just use pussy and give him second or sloppy seconds. Totally understand. And then, right. be, and then him like deep down kind of resent me for fucking other people because and think like, oh, she's ruining her pussy and I'm just here kind of thing. Because those are in relationships I've seen that happen. I've seen uh, couples in the industry where the guy will um, cheer on the girlfriend for doing double anal, double vag, or gangbangs. Because again, again, they're coming from the, within the industry. They're just seeing it as like a way of uh, excelling in the industry and seeing the money that comes along with those type of hard, hardcore scenes that put a lot of um, pressure on the body. Again, think of two penises in any of your holes. That's going to be a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I've known girls who, when they do those type of scenes, it's all good, but then after a while, their boyfriends might start punishing them. When the boyfriends get mad, they'll use that as an excuse, like, oh, your pussy is not as tight. Not necessarily that it really gets bigger, but it's just, it's a psychological thing. Uh, so, yeah, to, answer I, your question, to answer your question, do I think it does? Yes, I do think it does. But does it really get stretched out? Probably not that much. And if it does, it it, it goes back. Yeah, I was reading the other day that, like, it, it just, it's elastic. You have sex and it goes pretty much back to normal. Yeah. I, uh, I've always That's wondered... why you gotta give it a day. You gotta sleep on it. Like, yeah. like I said, I, I won't fuck them the same day, but right. <laughs> next morning, hey, we're good. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Blair, I've always wondered um, how porn stars come up with their porn star name. I've always been like super fascinated. I think the names are so <laughs> interesting and cool. How'd you come up with God Bless Blair? And is that your porn star name? Because I know that's your Instagram name. Well, yeah, the, the Instagram, if we're going straight to the Instagram name, I originally was Blair Williams XX because a third X wouldn't fit in my Twitter handle. Then uh, my Instagram was shut down from being a bad girl and not following the guidelines. So I went from that to Blair's Bananas, but then I kept not following the rules. So uh, I was stuck without a name. And when I lost Blair's Bananas, it was such a perfect name for my brand and like what I, I'm going for. I was, I was really like kind of devastated. I was trying to brainstorm. And uh, with my background, especially from working at church, I just thought God bless Blair work. And um, I think it's kind of coy because like the Christians who don't like what I do and really hate it, it kind of pisses them off but it's kind of like a teehee like i don't know i i, I like it I, I think it's funny i like um the contrast and just the fact that i really shouldn't be a porn star with god bless right. so right. that's your I'm official name that's your official porn star my, no that's that, that's just my well that's my instagram handle but my official name is blair williams um and yeah uh, should i elaborate any more no, I no, no, no. I think that answer. No, you're it. good. Um, you've referenced some girls hooking, so I'm as, I'm assuming there's some hookers in the industry and like some maybe abusive behavior from boyfriends. Is that like does the industry draw those girls in or do those girls draw those kinds of guys? Like tell us about your typical person in the industry when it comes well, to dating and their life outside of the actual filmmaking. I I think that again, obviously especially with being the female to male relationship and having 
the the woman be kind of the slutty uh role the role that i mean the sexual adventurous one sexually adventurous one that the man is supposed to normally have uh i feel like unless you're in the industry it's really hard like even again my boyfriend is hard for him um and i feel like a lot of people outside the industry which we call civilians wouldn't even want to handle like most guys for the longest time didn't wouldn't want to date me they just want to fuck me why would you want to why would you want to date me i'm a porn star i'm going to fuck all the other these other people but it took for me at least it took me being someone who could see me outside of being blair like he got to meet me as a person i feel like that's important uh, and I did back to other relationships where you're saying abusive relationships. I think some girls kind of attract that because they're kind of in a downward spiral. I'm not saying I shouldn't generalize porn stars as like being lost, but some of the girls, the girls that aren't on the right track and haven't really found their groove and haven't started looking at porn as our business and a career and are more just looking at it as a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones who are more likely to get lost with a guy who is going to abuse them because they're just kind of, I don't know, they're looking for something and they're, they're not, they're not business women. They're, they're lost. I don't know. What are some of the stereotypes, I guess? And like, what are misconceptions? I think the stereotypes is that will fuck anyone because a lot of people, especially since I got into porn, I went to college with normal people or <laughs> my college former peers. A lot of them, now knowing who I am have will think that they can fuck me and or think that like it's easily attainable and they don't understand when I'm like no like I didn't want to fuck you then I don't want to fuck you now but they just they don't understand why I'm a whore but why wouldn't I want to fuck them they don't get it and I feel like that's a misconception like there's a a lot of people just think that I think partly partially because of the character porn makes us pretend to be i mean when i'm not pretend to be but when i'm filming i'm like give me that cock or you know i'm saying all the things that you would while performing in porn so i think guys internalize that and kind of think that that's who i really always am Mm -hmm. and i'm just this cock hungry person Hmm. where i'm a human i don't know i i I like this is your job i feel like i feel like because it is my job i have sex even less because well not i mean i have my boyfriend so we have good sex but when i was single I like why would I fuck someone right. for free? No, that makes right. sense. That makes Waste sense. my time. That makes sense. I right. worked at Victoria's Secret, and now I like hate going there because I'm like I worked there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't want to go in that store. Do you find yourself to be a, a more sexual person than your average? Like you desire it more than a, a civilian, as you say. Well, I think that when I get when, especially when I'm working a lot, and it becomes if I work, you know, back to back to back, it becomes almost mundane because it becomes work. It, it, anything if you do it like that it becomes a job. It's like, I'm here. I I go to set. I go home. It's like a nine to five, but sometimes my hours are a little different, but, but, um, it's like a nine to five. It can be, or like, you know, you're on set for eight hours. Sometimes we, you know, it's like being a reality TV star. I feel like (laughs) you're on set sometimes, sometimes you're not. Yeah. But either way, I just feel like, um, I don't know. I, I feel like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, from coming from working at church to now, literally in all frames of life, people will have a certain negative, not always negative, but they have a certain idea of me without getting to know me. And I feel like even with that, I am happy with where I am. I have to ask about your parents and uh, how they feel. 
I will, I have a great relationship with my mom. I saw her yesterday for the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, she, of course, as a mother, especially because I'm an only child and I came from a more conservative family, wasn't very happy and still doesn't love what I do. And that's something that my boyfriend and my mother discussed at some point during Thanksgiving yesterday that they both hate what I do. At, like, I mean, my boyfriend doesn't want me to fuck other dudes when it comes down to it. It's understandable. But, but my boyfriend um, defended my choice to continue to do it oh. because he sees... One, how happy I am, because the this the amount of independence I felt and just self worth. Because when I was in college and guys were just fucking me to fuck me, and would just throw me away, I my self esteem, my self worth was gone. And now I have men like begging me to have my time, begging me for this, offering me all this money. So I feel like I'm just I feel really empowered, even though a lot of people would feel like I'm objectifying myself. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Blair, you mentioned, obviously, like, winning awards, and you said that you consider yourself an aspiring porn star, even though you have won awards. And you said that you told your boyfriend you're obviously putting a lot of money away. So what is your end goal? Like, it, do you want to well, be, you know, like the ultimate porn star or is this just like a temporary time in your life? I think I, I kind of want to have my cake and eat it too. I, I'm trying to keep building my brand. Like I said, now I have the toy line. I've, I've had magazine covers. I've, I keep just doing as much as I can. I'm supposed to be with my new, um, I have a new brand ambassador deal with Hustler. They, they just released a vodka, um, or they just launched a vodka. Oh, Hustler line. Vodka, right? Yes. Congratulations. So Thank you. I'm the face of it. So I'm going to be on billboards and uh, buses and limos in Vegas and other like ad type of things. So I'm just trying to brand myself and take it as far as I can because I've already made this leap of faith. I can't, even though I have a boyfriend and can go have like a happy, normal life, I, I've already gone too far. And even my boyfriend, again, when he was defending my choices, he wouldn't want me to, he's never asked me to quit. And he doesn't, he wouldn't want me to because he wouldn't want me to go back to living a normal life and being accustomed to making, because I'm 23 and I make great money for a 23 year old. I have people who I went to college with who have their degrees and they're nannying because they couldn't get a job and they're making $1,500 a month. I make that so easy in under a day. So it's just uh, with the, the fact that I'm 23 and I, I have a condo in San Diego. I've been able to set that self, set this all up for myself at such a young age. I feel like my boyfriend, as well, my, as well as my mom, see that I am using this as a tool to kind of put myself into a better place in life. And do you have a relationship with your dad at all? Honestly, I'd like to say that I do. But um, even before I had gotten into porn, when I had turned 18, um, just because my, my parents weren't together, we kind of just oh, okay. went our separate ways. Got it. Um, and our final question for you is if you could give the ordinary girl 
a sex uh, a sex tip from a porn star, what would you tell her, tell us that we have to do incorporate into our sex lives? Uh, I would say, I mean, it kind of is a basic tip, but I would say lube because I think sometimes you just need that little extra help because I don't know, lube just works wonders. Other than that, um, I'm trying to think of real tips. I need a get. I never yeah, I use think, lube, I and a, I, think I think it's a great I tip. Totally start using it. Oh, only other tip too that I wish I would have known before getting in the industry. Before getting in the industry, I never, ever, ever, ever douched because you know, in reading things and just the way my mom raised me, you weren't supposed to douche. It was it, like I've read things that it can cause the chemical imbalance and and yeah, mess that's up what your I pH. think. That's why I don't use them. Is that not true? Well, in porn, of course, because we want some kind of cleaning in between, especially if you're working as frequently as I am and with different people. Um, in porn, everyone douches, but instead of using the actual fluid, you you uh, pour that fluid out because that's the, the part that would really cause the imbalance. And instead, you put warm water, and I douche with warm water, and I swear it creates such a nice, clean, fresh vagina that more guys will want to go down on you, and then you're not going to create um, any any ph issue and you'll just feel cleaner and more confident i feel love it wait real quick can you tell me a brand of lube that you recommend um let me think about this or you can text it to me you don't have to tell me and i'll 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 let everyone know there's one that i really like and i like it because it's um like all hypoallergenic no glycerin like very gentle I just can't think of the brand name. I've been given so many samples. I'll have to look back and I'll get back to you. Okay. But um, generally, if you're going to use lube, you want it to be obviously not be flavored. No flavored lube because you don't want anything that has potentially will have sugar in your vagina. Uh, Or like yeast infections and stuff. Yes. And a tip for if you get a yeast infection, um, I don't know. It's not a fail or, you know, without fails. But um, you could put a garlic clove naturally in your vagina, and it helps uh, balance your pH. Oh, good to know. Wow, thank Thanks you very Blair. much. Well, Blair, this Blair. has been fascinating. I know. Thank you so much for coming on the I Don't Get It podcast, and I can't wait to see your face on a bus in Vegas. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I, I hope that it went well, and uh, if you have any other questions in the future, make sure to reach out to me. Yeah, thank you really so much. Guys, follow Blair you. on Instagram at God Bless Blair. Yep, and on Twitter, at Blair's Bananas. At Blair's Perfect. Bananas. All right, thank All right. you so Bye, much. Bye, Blair. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, that was Blair. Thanks for listening. And again, tweet us, DM us, um, send us an email about other occupations that you don't get or just want to know more of, and we'll totally try and get someone on the podcast and ask some questions. And we understand that this was very sensitive in nature. If it offended anyone, I hope you turned it off. All Bye. right, guys. We love you. Subscribe. Bye. I don't get it. Podcast.